0: Do you have a story you want to see on the channel? Well, then go to com slash submit and send it my way. Or check the links down below. And of course, thank you. So, some preface. I'm not sure if this is the appropriate sub, but I'm hoping that some feedback will answer the initial queries. I just saw the flowchart, and thanks for having me. I went to the trouble of typing this up on PC for the sake of being as clear as possible in my recollection. Memory is tricky, as we know, and this only happened three years ago. But certain factors are unclear to me now. I only recently discovered Reddit in this sub, and I've only had one witness in the incident, and he has since passed away. He was a dear friend that died in the late 2020. He plays a fairly minimal role in the story in the first place, although not having him to corroborate my story does it a notable disservice. We'll call him JR. This is all about that last look a glance back at your living quarters before you leave for any amount of time, assuring yourself that your domicile is secure in your absence. As always, the devil is in the details. When I was 21, in mid-2018, uh, June 8th through 10 of 2018, about three years ago, I was still living in my grandparents' property with my young cat, Wednesday. My grandfather had an old large tool shed, about 50 yards from the house, in the front yard. It was converted into a small living space that was insulated, heated, ran with electricity, etc. It was affectionately referred to as the bunkhouse. Broadly, we were located in an isolated section of the Appalachian Mountain Trail, which made for excellent privacy, and very few and far between neighbors I was packing up and cleaning the bunkhouse while preparing to move out in June. Before leaving for a long weekend, I looked back on the bunkhouse, which was in disarray. There were boxes and bins full of clothes, and miscellaneous articles everywhere as packing madness might have it. The night before, I had been doing stick and poke tattoos in the middle of the room using a small foldable table on which I kept my equipment. The table sat between two beds in the far side of the single room space. The cat would often jump between the two beds. My final inclination before leaving was that it would be best to take care of the used tattoo needles and ink that were still exposed on the table and well within the cat's reach. I distinctly remember thinking... I need to throw away that ink so the cat doesn't track it everywhere. I used an empty soda bottle to seal away the used needles and ink caps and threw the bottle in the trash can. I missed an ink cap and didn't have another bottle to seal it in, so I threw it out in an oddly particular way. Mentioning that my living quarters was a mess, there was a pile of burnable waste behind the trash can with a few other full trash bags surrounding the can. All of the prior sat relatively neatly against the wall right by the front door. There was a box amidst it, all holding an empty plastic container. The container held pretzel rods, of which all that was left was the leftover salt on the bottom. There was some other paper trashed, like ripped envelopes and receipts thrown inside... I removed the airtight plastic lid from the clear cylindrical container and let the ink cap drop low enough to the bottom of the container that it did not topple, though some ink did splash over into the container. The ink cap sat upright under the paper in the midst of leftover pretzel salt. The cap in the trash sealed off from open air and out of harm's way, or at least the cat's paws. No one was present when I put the ink cap away, and the only external factor while I was away was the cat. After throwing away the ink cap, and assuring myself that I could soundly leave my home, I closed the door behind me. When I arrived home, there were little black kitty footprints leading away from an obvious initial spill of thick black ink on the floor, about a foot away from the trash. The small plastic cap, partially filled with tattoo ink, seemed to fall out of the bottom of a larger plastic container. I noticed the mess immediately upon entering the bunkhouse. JR was right behind me, following suit, bumping into me after my halting in the doorway. He saw the carnage in my befuddlement. Everything is just as I left it a sealed, empty pretzel container, no trash disturbed. The rest of the bunkhouse was untouched. The paw prints must have petered out after the ink dried up. I peeled off the lid of the container, dumped all the paper and salt out. There was salt on the bottom of the cap, and there was ink on the bottom of the container that held the pretzels. I started to cry. JR and I ran through it a few times. We decided it was either a stalker watching me and knowing I was concerned about the ink cap, or a paranormal entity. For a TLDR, an ink cap that was sealed away from open air and thrown away was somehow spilled on the floor, with no witnesses and no problem. Eh? The only true culprit is the cat. Who else? Cats are a strange entity in this world. Otherwise, I guess I've been spied on, and someone knew that I was especially concerned about the ink being displaced. Only recently have I discovered this glitch sub. Either way, no amount of scrubbing will ever remove the stains, and no matter how many times I replay the scenario, I cannot wrap my head around it. Any suggestions? This all happened about 20 years ago, when I was 16, but I remember it like it just happened, because it freaked me out so badly. I've never seen anything like it before and wouldn't have believed it if someone had told me, but I witnessed it myself and have never been able to find a logical explanation. Please, excuse the level of detail but now you'll know everything about the situation that I do. I was a huge, boring nerd. I still am. So I was lying in bed reading the Complete Idiot's Guide to Learning Latin. You can look it up online to see how it looks. Big, orange and white book with black print. Like a textbook sized. I heard my mom call me from the living room, so I sat up, and glanced around for something to use as a bookmark since I was always very careful with my books and refused to dog-ear the pages. I didn't see anything handy and my mom called for me again, so I knelt down next to my bed and carefully tented the book on the floor at a steep angle so that the spine wouldn't take damage. Then, I opened my door and walked out. Our house was a three-bedroom, not very big. When I walked out of my room, I turned left and went down the hallway, past my brother's bedroom, which was closed. He had a habit of pacing his room while he talked on the cordless phone, and I could hear him doing just that as I walked by. At the end of the hallway, I turned to look into the living room, but didn't leave the hall. My mom was sitting on the couch with her boyfriend, and she looked over and asked if I knew where the remote was. I said I didn't, she said okay, and I walked back to my room. I was gone, maybe 45 seconds at the max. I walked in, closed the door, and turned to walk over to pick up my Latin book. But there was nothing there. It was gone. It was so unexpected and impossible that I just froze. It was like my brain couldn't come up with any possible actions to take in this situation, so I just stood there, staring blankly. There were only four people in this house, one of which was me. My brother didn't leave his room during those 45 seconds. I would have heard his bedroom door open, and I'd have heard him stop talking. He has a very deep and rumbly voice. My mom and her boyfriend were getting ready to watch a movie in the living room. Even if one of them had tried to pull a weird random prank by taking the book, they wouldn't have had time to pull it off unless they'd literally been running, which I would have seen or heard. It's not like anyone could have broken in to take it. The previous owners had been burglarized once, so... They had burglar bars installed on all the doors and windows. Our joking nickname for our house was Fort Knox. Besides, what burglar would steal a Latin book? All this was running through my mind when I just stood there staring. After a few minutes, I decided my mind must be playing tricks on me. I know the human brain can ignore information right in front of it if it decides it isn't important for some reason, which is how we can miss seeing something in plain view. I'm amazed to have an awareness of the phenomenon in real time, and marveled over how strange the brain is. I started to slowly approach the spot on the floor while staring at it, Wanting to see the moment when the book would appear to materialize, there as my mind stopped being stupid. It didn't happen. I thought, well, my eyes might play tricks on me, but my hands won't. And I crouched down and swept my hands across that spot on the floor where the book should be. I felt nothing, just the carpet. I was totally shocked because my mind is playing tricks on me as the only reasonable explanation I had, and now that was out. Had I completely imagined the crystal clear memory of tenting the book on the floor? After a few more moments of staring and rubbing my hands over the floor, I decided that was the only possible explanation. I must have actually put the book somewhere else. I got up and proceeded to tear my room apart. I pulled blankets and pillows off the bed, combed through both of my bookshelves, opened desk drawers and tresser drawers. I shook out clothing, even opened my closet, and practically turned it inside out. Every few seconds, I would turn to stare back at that spot on the floor, but it was empty. After close to an hour of searching... I finally lay down and peered under my dresser. Nothing. And then sat up, shaking my head in defeat. There was nowhere left to look. I glanced back one more time at the spot on the floor, and the book was there, exactly where I thought it was tented just how I left it. I froze up again, breathless, feeling like I had just been electrocuted. How the hell? After I unfroze, I gingerly picked it up and looked at the page it was open to, same page that I'd been on when I put it down. It was like the past hour had never happened, except now my room was trashed. So where the hell did my book go, and how did it come back? I wanted to write this just a few hours after it happened so I don't have false memories and I can look back on it later. I'm usually a very rational person, and hate this website to be honest, for what it has become over the past few years, but I wanted to write this for me just so I can look back on it. So pretty much, I am homeless at the moment while I go looking for housing, and I'm staying in, usually crappy hotels, just while I wait to find a place to move into. I have money saved up, so I don't have to literally live on the streets. Long story short, I got out of rehab and relapsed quickly, and was staying in sketchy hotel rooms for a few days at this point. Since then, it has been about five days, and... Just today, I finally saw something I couldn't explain. Just for clarity, I have a massive tolerance to alcohol and have to control how drunk I get. I don't hallucinate or have crazy dreams. I don't dream at all while using. And I don't have false memories or memory loss yet. I'm only 28. Okay. So, I was at 7 Eleven after drinking myself to above a buzz but not drunk at all, which for myself is quite a lot of crappy malt liquor. The chip in my debit card is broken, so I have to either hope the store I go to has a system that is quick in entering the chip failing enough times, triggering me to swipe it, or just order everything online. 7-Eleven's system never prompts you to swipe, and if you try it, it will just forever say wait for the cashier, and it will be declined every time. Pissed off that I couldn't get my cigarettes at around 2 in the morning, I was about to leave when a young Hispanic kid, about 25, asked if I had a cash app and if I knew that I could just add funds to a virtual card and use my phone to pay for items. He helped me set it up, and eventually buy my cigarettes. I thanked him, and gladly sent him $5 on the cash app for the help. We talked outside, and smoked, and I found out we were both staying at the hotel about 50 feet from the 7-Eleven. He told me his room number, and asked if I did other drugs, and I declined. He was also homeless, and staying at hotels. I told him my room number and wished him good luck. Later that night, I get a knock on the door. I open it, and it's that kid asking if I had a charger that he could borrow. For a number of reasons, I was not too trusting of this guy, but I was in a good mood and he seemed like a good kid, so I let him borrow it because I knew he was staying just a few doors down. Or so he said. I woke up at around 8am, and I realized that he never tried to give my charger back. I knocked on the door for the room that he told me he was residing in, and there was no answer. I just assumed he stole it, and I was being a naive idiot, which I usually am guilty of being because of my faith in people. I had to go buy another crappy charger at 7-Eleven because my phone was dying and... I was pretty pissed off at the time. Fast forward to today, in a different hotel, miles away from the other, I don't know this guy, and I don't have his phone number or anything. I was looking for something in my suitcase, and I pulled out the same charger that I lent the dude that I met at 7-Eleven. Belkin Lightning, made for the iPhone 12. I couldn't believe my eyes. The only way this would be possible is if he lied to the front desk of the ghetto hotel, telling them that he owned the room and lost his key, and then snuck in and put it back. I never black out with my tolerance, and I wasn't taking any benzos either, which will make anyone forget entire days or weeks if mixed with alcohol. This is just one of those unexplainable things that I've seen in my life. What the hell happened? Hi all. A first post on mobile, etc. I've been seeing many stories on here about objects disappearing, and I have another one. It was very recent. A few nights ago, at bedtime, my 45 female, three kids and I came up to get them ready for bed. I first came into my bedroom to put an armful of things down, including a large half full bottle of smart water. I always bring up a bottle of water to drink during the evening, and always bring it into my nightstand and set it on this tile coaster that is on my nightstand. I didn't leave the room, but continued to sort things around the room for a few minutes, and I remember looking at my nightstand at one point to see if I had put my phone down, and I saw the water bottle on the coaster. My son... 10, came into the room and hopped up on the bed to chat. He was lounging there as we chattered about what was going on the next day at school for him. I had to leave the room and he came with me to check on my youngest daughter. Then he followed me back in and hopped back on and was now lying with his head upon the pillows. We continued talking and at one point, when I said that he should start getting ready for bed... He said, what time is it? We both looked at the time on my digital clock on my nightstand. Now, in hindsight, I recall that when we looked at the clock, the nightstand looked open and clear. The clock was visible. As in, no water bottle blocking it, and the coaster is right in front of it. As we continued to chat for another 30 seconds, my mind was also processing the thought that I then spoke it out loud. I said, hey, where's my water bottle? I started to look around for it, and my son is a helpful kid, so he started looking for it too. We checked the other dresser tops, the floor in front of my nightstand, my bedroom counter, nope. So I said, maybe I took it with me to drink when I checked on my daughter. We then checked all surfaces in the three other bedrooms including my oldest's, whose room I hadn't been to yet. It was just gone. I can be absent-minded, but I really didn't understand what happened. I was sure that I didn't move it. A minute later, I said, I'm going to go check my bedroom again. Lo and behold, I walk in, and the water bottle is sitting on the coaster in front of my clock once again. For such a small thing, this was really unsettling. I called my son in and said, look, I came in and my water bottle's here. He came in and was surprised and confused like me, and we talked about how could it be there, etc. He even noted that when he was lying on the bed, he could see the clock clearly when he checked the time, which verified to him that it wasn't there, because he said that he would have had to have looked around it, and I had put pink colored flavoring into it, you know, the individual packets of strawberry lemonade mix type, so it's pretty noticeable to see, not just transparent water that would simply bend the clock numbers behind it. So, we really couldn't explain it. Against my own knowledge of what I knew to be true, I even asked him if he moved it as a joke. He denied it wholeheartedly, and I knew this was true because he had been right with me as I left the room and searched everywhere else. There was no way he could have ran in front of me and then back to my room to replace it without me seeing. It's just one little hallway. Also, my son is a sensitive kid who does not like pranks played on him, and he doesn't pull them on others for that very reason. So, that's the story. I still don't understand what happened, and although it's a small thing, it is really bugging me. I've read about this on here more and more, and it's just the weirdest thing. But, thanks for listening. The weirdest thing happened to me about a year ago. Me and my boyfriend were out drinking and enjoying Saturday night. Unfortunately, right before going home, we had a nasty fight. We were both so angry that we couldn't even agree on the path that we should choose to walk home, so we walked two separate ways to cool off. He chose the longer walk, I chose the shorter one that goes through my big maze of an estate. I was about ten minutes away from my house when, all of a sudden, I find myself talking to a man on the street. I was so angry and focused on my walk that I didn't question it. He was a bit cold. He didn't even look at me in the eyes first. He was asking me why I was alone. I never answered, and proceeded to keep on walking. He stepped forward and started talking about how I should not let my boyfriend talk to me that way, and all the things he said to me during the fight, as if he was there 20 minutes ago with us. He knew his name, he knew my dog, my parents, even exactly what I was thinking and considering during this walk. Obviously, I was so freaked out that I just stood there in awe, I just kept asking what, and what the hell? At this point, I could tell he was not pleased with me. He even told me not to be walking alone ever again, and that the fight is not worth the risk, and something will happen to me if I do it again next time. I just turned around and walked as fast as I could to get home, turning back at times to check if he was still standing there. He was, and again... His hands were on his hips, looking very disappointed, almost worried. I got home absolutely freaked out, all my hair standing up. My boyfriend was home already. I told him about the man and that we had to move ASAP. He started asking all these questions, like, What man? Where? What are you talking about? You're not making any sense. This is where it gets even weirder for me. I remembered every single word. What he looked like, the house he was standing in front of, the car next to him, even the number plate. To me, it was very important to remember all of those things at the time. But once logic was brought back into all this, it all started vanishing. Almost all of it. I still can't find the house. So, my question is is this even possible? Has anyone had a similar experience, or did I somehow fall asleep for a second and it was just a dream? Was I hallucinating? Should I check myself into some sort of health facility? That was this week's collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories, and hopefully you all appreciated them. I know I did. Interesting stories this week as always, and yeah, just if you liked it, please do hit that thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button if you're new to the channel. uh, Leave me a comment letting me know which one was your favorite. And of course, then we have the word of the week stuff. Last week it was distinct. Favorite one has been pinned to last week's. Not this week's yet, because this week's video is just about to come out. This week's word is arduous, demanding great effort or labor. Also difficult, as in, it's quite the arduous task uh, to think of a sentence to add, for example... Anyways, I hope you all enjoyed this and hope to see what you guys have to say for the word arduous. That's A-R-D-U-O-U-S, by the way, if you don't know. It'll be on the screen, too, so there. Anyways, have a beautiful day, friends. I will talk to you next time, and I hope that you sleep well.